0: Welcome back to Parked Car Convos. I'm Maddie Mitchell, and I am your host today and always because, well, quite frankly, this is my podcast. How are you doing? Happy Monday. Yeah, that's right. This is going up on time. I don't know. New year, new me. Um, Yeah, no, I'm painfully aware it's August. Oh, well. But honestly, it kind of is new year, new me because we are coming up on Parked Car Convos two year anniversary. What the freak? What the actual freak? It was so funny because recently a lot of people have been commenting on my TikToks and they're like, oh my God, you should start a podcast. And I'm like, I've had one for two years. Um, not that I would ever expect them to know that, but it's just like kind of funny. Granted, I did take a six month um, unannounced hiatus wherein I didn't post for for six months. So kind of not really, but it's just August. I know August is the month that I started Parked Car Convos. So as previously stated, new year, new me, we're back. And literally, what's it to you? Um, anyways, I hope your week is off to a good start. I hope it's sunny wherever you are, but not like not like too sunny, not like global warming sunny, you know what I mean? And I hope um, you're in good spirits. I hope you're in a great mood. If you're on your way to work, I hope you're feeling like, okay, this is going to be a good day at work. Let's repeat after me. Ready? Here's some workday affirmations. This is going to be a good day at work. I am not going to get fired today. I love my job. This is really easy for me to say because I don't have a job. So like I can say whatever I can just I'm just talking out of my ass giving you work affirmations. What is what is job? I don't understand. I actually did post on my Instagram story yesterday. I was at the beach and um, I posted my job is beach similar to Ken from the Barbie movie because that's all I've been doing recently is go, like going to Pilates and going to the beach, which sounds like Sounds like it sounds like a flex. I hear it. No, I hear it, but I need you to know that I am suffering. so it's not like it's not like fun go to plotties in the beach. It's like I need I kind of need to fill up my day a little bit so I don't spiral and lose my mind because that is inevitable. Um, anyways, <laughs> anyways, let's talk about something more fun let's let's get into my peak and valley of the week. My peak of the week is, what is it? You know, I think it is just going, I've been going to the beach a lot and that's been really, really nice. And it also hasn't been like disgustingly, brutally humid and oppressively hot outside, which is always lovely. So it's been like pleasant. And I've just been reading silly little books on the beach. I've been, I've been hanging out with my relatives down at the beach because I go down to one of my relatives house at the beach so I don't have to pay for parking life hack because of aforementioned unemployment so it's that's great and I get to see them which is always fun um so yeah that's been that's been good other than that not much not much has been kicking my valley has been just not to be too existential Just kind of the passing of time. Mm -hmm. No, I heard it. No, I heard it. Yeah, I, yeah, time is passing. And it was like, as soon as we got to August 1st, I was like, okay, okay, that's so interesting. I don't think I consented to time flying in this fashion. Um, It's just hard for me to believe. And I'm not in the place that I thought I would have been in August, which is always the world's toughest pill to swallow but dare I say I swallowed my pride and that pill and I'm feeling like okay whatever no okay whatever it's totally fine I'm literally fine in case you were wondering it's good I love <laughs> I love that I'm like I, I go to the beach and then I have existential dread and that's a day in my life because it is and that's just like me being real at the end of the day okay um let's pass the ox song of the week what do we have? What songs have I been listening to? I always have to pull up the dreaded Apple music app because as we all know, I am not cool. So I don't have Spotify. Sorry. I'm so- No, I'm sorry. That's literally my bad. Um, what have I been listening to this week? Not loving that big time rush is popping up. Okay. Till I forget about you by big time rush. Banger. Absolute banger. And I feel like we don't talk about it enough, but that I actually haven't been listening to that that much i don't want to i don't want to kind of go on the record of saying that what songs have i been listening to let me see yeah okay, i have like a, a beach playlist that i listen to guess where yeah at the library that was a bad joke but it it made me kind of laugh a little bit internally i've been listening to sweet talk by saint motel a lot that's on my beach playlist and that song just like gets me freaking going every single time i just am like bopping my head along and it's it's fun one it always slaps um that's kind of what's been going on with me in my car personally what's been going on in your car i'm curious also let's talk about what's been going on in the world let's talk about some pressing world events um let me think ariana grande is like not a girl's girl and everyone's been talking about how, like, in the summer of Barbie, the absolute worst insult ever is to be called not a girl's girl. And I I completely agree. I completely agree. And it's one of those things that you just kind of innately know about someone, I feel like. There's so many. Remember that trend that went around TikTok, like, a couple of years ago? And it was, like, celebrities I would feel comfortable wearing a bikini in front of. And that energy is the same as girl's girl energy I feel like and I don't know if I ever would have thought Ariana Grande was a girl's girl to be honest and I I don't mean that as an insult maybe it's because of the information that we know now is clouding my judgment but I just feel like I don't know I don't know jury's out but now she's like certified not girl's girl because she in case you didn't know This is also, like, coming out, like, two... (laughs) This podcast episode is coming out, like, two weeks after this happened. So that's great. But she is starring as Glinda in Wicked, the musical, the movie. Which, interestingly enough, I've never seen Wicked. And I don't know why I said it like that. I've never seen Wicked. And I'm really... I was really excited about it. Because I knew that that was a role that she had wanted to play for, like, a really long time. So I was like, oh, she's going to slay. And obviously she has the voice of a literal angel. So I was like, this is going to be amazing. And then it came out that she had, she's currently dating, which she was also married to. And I feel like no one's talking about that. Like not a lot of people were talking about the fact that she just got divorced from Dalton, which is what name is that? No offense if you or a loved one is named Dalton. I I get, no, you know what I guess offense because I don't understand I've never I don't know what that name is. It sounds like um I don't know what it sounds like like a uh Dalton. Dalton. Like a, a definitely a frat boy energy and like one time Dalton stole his dad's boat and was hammered and like crashed it into some rocks and thinks it's like the coolest and funniest thing that's ever happened to mankind and has to tell everyone about. I actually I know someone... I That's the plot of the story of someone else that I know in real life. And his name was not Dalton. But it was just as kind of Dalton-esque, if you will. Anyways, I feel like I've said that name enough to drive us all kind of a little bit insane. I'm moving on. She was married to some guy who was like a real estate agent. And a lot of people have also been saying, why didn't they just like keep dating? Why did they have to get married? Like, why did she have to get married? Because they had only been dating for like a very brief amount of time before they got married. A lot of people also didn't even know that she was married because it was like so under the radar which i get i totally get if i was an a-list celebrity i too would try and fly under the radar as much as i possibly could but her and dalton got divorced and then it comes out that she is currently dating one of her co-stars in the wicked movie that um is also married and has a child for me this whole scandal is giving very much like ned from the try guys energy and as far as scandals go kind of has all the fixins. you know what i mean and i mean that in like obviously it's horrible it is so horrible but from purely like a drama standpoint which this isn't this is these are real people's lives and i i i am there and i'm seeing that It's fucking crazy. And it's also crazy because then the wife of Spongebob, who is Spongebob is who Ariana Grande is now currently dating. He played like Spongebob in the Broadway musical, which, okay, I have some things to say about it. And I want to say, no offense, (laughs) literally no offense, but having to imagine, okay, so imagine you're Ariana Grande. And you're like, you're telling your friends like, yeah, so I'm like seeing this guy. And yeah, like he's really, he's really nice. He's actually like, he's, he's in this movie with me actually. And people are like, oh my God, that's sick. So it's like a famous actor. Like, that's so cool. Like, who are you, who are you dating? And you have to be like, oh, you, you actually might not know him. His name's Ethan Slater, which in and of itself, he sounds like a punk rock skateboarder. And I need you to do me a favor. If you have not seen what this man looks like, please Google Ethan Slater if you are not, you know, driving or in the middle of doing something that could potentially harm you. Um, Because here's the thing. This man does, he is the antithesis of a punk rock skater boy. Like he is not looking like that at all. And that's totally fine. It's just like one of those, those times where like the face is not matching the name at all. Because when I first heard the name, I was like, oh, my God, who who's – what is this guy going to look like? And then I was like, oh, no, that – okay, that's not what I was expecting. So, anyways, okay, we're circling back to you being Ariana Grande telling your friend that you're dating this guy. Yeah, his name's Ethan Slater. He has, like, kind of a, a minor role in, in the movie. And, yeah, he's, like he's – super, he's super nice. And then the friend is like, oh, well, would I know him from anything else? Um – I don't know, did you ever see Spongebob on Broadway? Because <laughs> that was, that was him. Could you, could you imagine? That has to be, as far as like telling your friend horrible things about about the guy that you're talking to, I, that has to be right up, like that's like showing someone a photo of a guy holding a fish, but it's a guy dressed in full Spongebob gear a SpongeBob costume on Broadway. That is that just like not sitting well with anyone else, which is like even crazier to me because it's like was it worth it Ariana? Like for SpongeBob the musical, SpongeBob, like that is just I don't know, that in and of itself is just kind of like not sitting right with me because I'm like did he cast a spell on her? Like I don't I need to know more. This is starting to sound like there's some elements of sorcery involved because it's just not 2 plus 2 is not equaling 4 here. Anyway, so she starts dating Ethan Slater, who is married and has been married for like 15 years to like his high school sweetheart. And she is just like a normal person. She's not a celebrity or like in the entertainment business. And yeah, they just had a child. So they have like an infant son that Ariana has held in her arms. She has hung out with the two of them as a couple because they are recording or filming this in London. I believe. And so they've been over there in London. And then the wife, I guess, came over to London to see Ethan while they were filming and brought the baby. And Ariana has like gone out to dinner with the two of them as a couple and held their baby in her very arms and then was like, yeah, I feel good about the decisions that I'm making at this point in time. And this is a tricky one because I am always always on the side of he is the one that has a moral obligation to his wife, right? At the end of the day, does Ariana owe this woman anything? No. Does SpongeBob owe his wife something? Yeah. Yeah. Because he actually, he was there participating in the vows and in the marriage ceremony, whereas Ariana was not. But, because there's like this overlap where she had met the wife and she had held the baby and told this had told the wife I can't wait to be a mom one day I'm scared of you I'm scared of you that is not that is not a girl's girl we do not claim I have no choice but to not claim and I could have stopped claiming after she said she wanted to date SpongeBob what is the appeal You want to date a cartoon character something about spongebob is like exciting to you that's yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna have to stop talking about this um let's move on to what we're actually talking about today which is humiliating myself i'm gonna be reading some of my really old tweets like from 2015 and before and I had this idea forever ago, like back in May, I think when I was like, oh, maybe I should start recording podcast episodes again. And so I screenshotted a ton of old tweets back in May. So at this point, I've forgotten everything that I've seen. So this this is kind of fresh to me again. But here's the thing. I hate to break it to you guys. I was still funny back then. And like, that's annoying. Some of them are like, okay, this is just like still kind of funny and like topical and like is still kind of slopping don't get me wrong there is plenty in here that makes me want to vomit and kind of like keel over in pain and pretend I don't know who this is and pretend I don't I've never thought those thoughts in my life but I have and maybe maybe it'll resonate with someone out there but let's just freaking dive into it okay first one that we have here from 2015 Only thing bigger than your ego is the number of people who hate you. This is vicious. And I just want to say the era of subtweeting was such a beautifully horrendous, mentally torturous, kind of sick, but very entertaining time period. And I just, what was that? Because it was like everyone knew. Everyone knew because everyone knew everyone's drama and so it was like oh my god if you're tweeting that and I know the backstory behind that I know who this is about it was what a twisted game could you ima- imagine if I posted my Instagram story today and I just started like subtweeting people like that would be so vile but at the time it was like I just wanted to fit in so I'm saying the only thing bigger than your ego is the number of people who hate you like with peace and love, girl, get a grip. I don't know what it was about. I wish I did. I wish I had context here. Okay. This one also from 2015, this is the summer of 2015. So that's eight years ago. How old would I have been? Tell me why I was about to say 15 years old. Okay. So you're actually 25. You're not 23. I was, I was 17 years old. Oh, that feels too old. I'm scared. Ew. Okay. I said, ironic that my summer reading book is called The Awakening, yet all it makes me want to do is fall asleep. That's like funny. It's like kind of choogy, but it's like kind of funny at the same time a little bit. Also, can we, a moment of silence for summer reading? Summer reading was just, what a world. In case you, in case you lived in a part of the world that didn't have summer reading, in the summer, they were like, oh yeah, you can't just take a break from school. Here are some books that you have to read. And you had to read them. And in my high school, I went to like a private high school. So there was like these packets of work that you had to do for certain classes before you went back to school. And you would obviously always save them until the last week of summer vacation. And then that last week you would be Cramming in as much reading as physically possible and like doing as much work as you possibly could. We also had math packets. Are you kidding? What was in the- a math packet is my worst nightmare. And it was back then and it still would be today because those things were hefty and it was supposed to be like, oh, you do like one problem a day and like it's so easy. And then obviously you didn't do that. You saved it all to the end of the summer and then you had to do like legitimately 80 math problems. And some of them were so hard. And so the last week of your summer vacation, you just spent in like a time period of like existential dread, circling back to existential dread. And you would do math problems and like read books. It's kind of like pre-gaming school, but like in the worst way possible. And everyone would be texting each other like, did you do the math packet? Like what did you get for number 57? Because it was like impossible. And also you hadn't done math in like three months at that point in time. And if you were me, you weren't even good at it three months ago. So you certainly aren't good at it now. Oh, what a horrible time. And then when you had like AP classes, you had like work to do before school even started, like actual work. And then it was always so annoying because you would get to school and the teachers would be like, okay, so those are going to be due in two weeks. And it's like, are you kidding? I crammed all last week. I wasted my entire last week of summer to do this packet so I could turn it in on the first day of class. And now you're telling me, I didn't even need to do that. What a waste. Okay. Um, My brother stubbed his toe at four and is still limping around the house. I tweeted this at 9.04 PM. I think what I have to say here is just there was no need for me to be tweeting this. And also, but I do think it was kind of, it was the culture at the time. Mixed with that. If you couple that with the fact that I thought I was the funniest person in the world, it was like constant tweeting. And that is too much for anyone ever at all but I mean the point kind of stands uh boys are so dramatic when when they're sick or when they hurt themselves like you stubbed your toe and you were still limping around the house and I believe I believe myself here I have no choice but to believe myself here okay this one when you thought someone was normal but they accidentally defy all odds to prove you wrong that's like kind of funny it is kind of funny and I I don't think I know who this is about. Actually, I, I could see the replies on this one in this screenshot and like all of my friends were like Maddie in all caps or like ha 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 in all caps. So no, I do know who this is about. Yeah, because clearly again, what is the point of doing this if everyone knows who it's about? Like I may as well have just added this person. Oh, that's so embarrassing. Just like starting drama and for why. But like it was also funny because when someone does, when you think someone's normal and then they completely just out of left field, you're like, "You are the strangest person. Where have you been hiding this personality? I'm so terrified of you." Uh, okay, you know it's gonna be a great night. Okay, wait, preface, preface this. It was my junior prom. My junior prom. The day of my junior prom. Okay. You know, it's going to be a great night when the lady doing your hair goes into labor a month early. Yikes. Okay. This one, actually, this was traumatizing for me to speak my truth. I, my junior prom, I had, I was like so bad at doing prom stuff. Like everyone else had booked like all their like nail appointments and their hair appointments and like getting their makeup done and everything like months and months and months in advance. And I just, like, didn't do any of that. And then, like, a couple weeks before prom, I was like, oh, I need someone to do my hair because I wanted, like, an updo. And my mom had to, like, ask, like, everyone she knew if they had some sort of connection to a hairstylist because, like, everywhere around me was booked. And so my mom ended up, like, a friend of a friend, like, had an opening. And she was like, "I I can take you that day. I was like, perfect. So that day this woman was pregnant obviously and she literally went into labor a fucking month early and she like I remember we had some event at school that day and obviously not obvious at all actually I don't know why I said that my mom worked in my high school she was my assistant principal and I went to an all-girls private catholic high school I'm hoping that that kind of like clears up some things in my personality like maybe you're like okay yeah this is all starting to make sense so my mom was at school with me every single day Besties, anyways, my mom pulled me aside at one point and she was like, "Okay, don't freak out." And I was like, "What?" And she's like, "Your hair, the hair lady, she went into labor, so she can no longer do your hair." And at that point my mom had already found someone else to do my hair, which was so nice. And so I like I was I was fine by the time I found out about it. But I do think it was kind of like an omen of just kind of how I guess you could say like the remainder of high school (laughs) would go for me. No, but it was just like a shit show. It was a shit show. And then the lady who did my hair for my junior prom, she was so nice, but it did end up, my hair was kind of looking like a large intestine. If that's resonating with anyone, it was just kind of, no, yeah, I, I stand by the first statement. It was just kind of looking like a large intestine. It looked fine from like the front. And by fine, I mean, just fine it didn't look good it looked fine and then in the back I don't what it was was just kind of like a long tube like kind of how I imagine our large intestines are kind of like um, just like these giant tubes in our body that's kind of what was happening on the back of my head so that wasn't fun but I also didn't really realize it until like way after the fact like I didn't care and now it's like in hindsight, that was kind of concerning, but whatever. Okay. Um, if you ever need a confidence booster, you can always look at my SAT scores. That's funny. That's funny. And I love that I was, I was being kind and I was trying to help out those around me by giving them a boost in confidence. I, I feel like I've always just been kind of giving in that sense. Um, always a great day when you have to take an open note quiz and you haven't taken any notes. No, that's so true. This, I feel like also, maybe this is kind of giving you a, a better picture of who who I've always been, kind of, because I've always been this, I've this has always been me. An open note quiz with no notes. The, I feel like that accurately kind of sums up who I am as a person, for better or for worse. And obviously in this case, it's for worse, but that's just kind of me. This one is going to send me into a spiral. I've told this story on TikTok before, but I'll tell it on here since I have have some more time okay so this one says if you thought you had a bad day at least you didn't get to your books sorry let's rewind that real quick if you thought you had a bad day at least you didn't go get your books from your locker only to see this and it's a screenshot of my snapchat story that says when all you're left with is peas and it is an empty locker that has a single can of peas in it okay are you guys picking up what I'm putting down so to give you some backstory in high school, like I said, all girls probably Catholic high school, like so wonky, so wonky and so weird. There was a room that had all of our lockers in it. So in most high schools, there's like lockers that kind of are down the um walls of the hallways. Jesus, I could not remember the word for hallways. That's not how it was at my high school. at my high school, we had one giant room full of lockers. and, That's where everyone went to go get their lockers. It was a shit show. And I I don't even understand what the purpose of it was because it was like it just made everything a clusterfuck because everyone would go in at the same time to get all their books and we're all just like trapped in these rows of lockers. It was so claustrophobic. It was so just kind of like a mess. So one day I had had a particularly wretched day because I was failing math class and my mom had just found out about it because. It was impossible for me to hide anything from my mother because she worked in the school. So I was like, oh, if you're failing math, um, guess what? My math teacher is probably going to tell you because you're colleagues and you've known each other for years, which is so effed. The whole system was raked against me. Anyways, my mom had just found out I was failing math. She was livid with me naturally. And obviously, she drove me to and from school every day because we were going to the same place. So uh she was like okay go get your stuff and meet me in the car so it's after school at this point there's like no one in the locker room because everyone's gone home and i go down to get my stuff and i open my locker and i just see a single can of peas in my locker and i thought where e- guys everything was taken out of my locker my backpack my coat all of my books, I had random papers, notebooks, pencils, like everything, like and I mean, I think if you know anything about me, you know that my locker like wasn't organized, like it was just a mess. So, I was like, "What the fuck? Who put these peas here? First of all. Second of all, where are my actual belongings? I would love to kind of gain access to them at this point in time." And I ended up finding all of my stuff like tossed on top of some lockers a few rows down for mine so I had to go get them all off and put everything back in my locker because I didn't want it to be gone by the next morning all the while my mom is sitting in the car waiting to verbally berate me for failing math class and it was just like not a good day but I it ended up being some of my friends that were like playing like a silly little prank on me but what they didn't realize was that I was having the worst day of my life so it was like kind of just like a very ill-timed prank in hindsight it's hilarious it is hilarious um but yeah that was not that was not a good day for me okay next up I just said hi to my brother and in return I got a I can't stand you get out yeah so I've kind of like always faced adversity I guess you could say um also that's something my brother would still say to me now so that's kind of beautiful that he's kind of always remained true to himself and and has never kind of changed in that sense that's great why study for midterms when you can jump in front of a bus to experience less pain? Like, that's just funny. I, I hate to say it. That's kind of funny. Lizzie McGuire is still my idol. That remains true to this day. I wish I could tell 2015 Maddie that Hillary Duff has still remained the unproblematic queen that she has always been, which is so beautiful. There's really not many other people out there doing it like her. And she's in that show now, which is I'm sure is great. I just haven't gotten around to ever seeing any episodes of it, but I'm sure it's so good. Um, okay, this one. Thin line between wanting to kill them with kindness and then just wanting to kill them. Mm, this is giving kind of violence in a sense that I'm not, I'm not really resonating with that one. I I guess I am I just think I was very angry for some reason and I don't know like do you you know when you look back at things that were the end of the world to you in high school and you're like okay you weren't even paying taxes so like what like what were you so stressed about like what did you what did you have to be worried about you didn't even have a 401k why were you scared like what was going on was it really that life-altering no Also, spoiler alert, you don't talk to any of these people anymore, so it doesn't matter times 10. I do talk to a couple people from high school, but just a few, just a handful. Um, Okay, yes, let's all share the current temperature wherever we are, because believe me, everyone is interested. So passive aggressive, so just kind of ruthless but this is when people remember on snapchat when it like first came out that you could put those stickers on snapchat that said the temperature everyone was posting stories especially if you lived in a really cold place like i did and still do believe it or not it and people would be posting like 10 degrees out it's like okay that's like the least interesting thing in the world not me standing by and defending myself but like it's true no one cares like that's so boring um, okay. This one says I've had three months to read the Scarlet Letter and I don't even own the book SOS. Again, I feel like this is kind of accurately painting a picture of who I was and, and who I still am. The funny thing and the ironic thing about this tweet in particular is that I did then decide I should go on and study English literature in college, which I think is kind of beautiful. I love irony and I love it there so much. And I also, the Scarlet Letter was a good book. So I I don't know who I was trying to be, but also like books just aren't as good when someone else is forcing you to read them. You know what I mean? Even if they're good books, it's just like not really, not really good because you're you're not in the right headspace to kind of receive that information. Um, don't ask a ten year old, "Do I really look like an alpaca to you?" Unless you're prepared for the absolute truth. So the question here is, what does that mean? Why would I have ever asked? my 10 year old brother, do I really look like an alpaca to you? I'm, that's not resonating with me. Maybe he told me I looked like an alpaca and I said, okay, do I really look like an alpaca to you? And then he said, yes, that's the only thing I can kind of fathom. I can wrap my head around. Okay. Also, I would like to point out now that I'm actually reading the dates on these, I was 16. I wasn't 17. So I think this is allowed and we should all be kind of, we should all be like, okay, I can be more gracious to you because you were only 16. Um, this I posted on Christmas in 2014. My brother got six Bruins tickets for Christmas, but I got a pillow. So like, yeah, knowing that actually did happen one year, my brother got so many Bruins tickets, like for six different Bruins games. And my parents did get me a body pillow. So when I say I am, am obviously not the favorite child I just want everyone to have that kind of information because I'm not being dramatic the evidence is really stacked against me oh my god this is such a great callback to my like two episodes ago three episodes ago the childhood trauma one I tweeted and I said I have mixed feelings knowing I was one of them and it's a picture of a newspaper cutout that says, wow, third graders go on TV to show their Bible knowledge. Yeah, that's so embarrassing. (laughs) That is so embarrassing. Ew. And my name was in the paper, I think. I think it was. I think that must have been why my mom cut it out. The first line of this article, four children wait on stools as a priest walks among them. Ew, who do you think you are? That is hysterical though. Also, I'm going to be posting, I'll post screenshots of the tweets that have like pictures in them on the podcast Instagram, which is at parchcarconvos.pod. So you should definitely go over there when you're listening to, to get the full picture. Also, spoiler alert, let's, let's, let's interrupt our regularly scheduled programming to remind you that if you want to give the podcast a rating or a review, that would be much appreciated. You can give the podcast a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, but you can only give a review on Apple Podcasts. And I appreciate it so much, like so much. And I read all of like the six reviews that there are. I read them all, all the time. And they mean so much to me. And I really appreciate it. Or you could just like text your friend and be like, you should listen to this podcast. Any, just spread the word, spread the good word while we're talking about, priests and kind of God and in the Bible I would love for you to spread the word but not in a biblical sense in a in a fun podcast sense anyways I'm gonna steer away from religion now for what feels like obvious reasons okay really don't think my brother should have an iPhone considering the last text he sent was on October 21st yeah this circulating back to my parents having a favorite child they gave my brother an iPad when he was okay if it was 2014 my brother was 11 and he had an He had an iPhone. No, he was 10. He was 10 and he had an iPhone and he wasn't even using it because like his friends didn't have, what was he doing with it? Just taking pictures? I don't even understand. What are you doing with the, what age, when you guys have children, if you have children, what age do you think you'll get them a phone? Because times have changed. I had a phone in fifth grade, but it was a flip phone and I like could only make calls from it because- I had been dropped off at the wrong house by my bus driver a few too many times. And for some reason, I would just like get off. And why was I doing that? Anyways, and like the bus driver had forgotten about me a few times. So it was important for me to be able to get in contact with my parents. So so I was not abandoned on the side of the road. And that's what led to me getting a phone. Um, but it wasn't the same as it is now. Do they even sell flip phones anymore? I'm sure they do, right? They definitely do. I'm going to give my child a flip phone so they can call me and only me because the internet it's just like it's i still don't feel like i'm old enough for the internet like i there should be i shouldn't have full range and have full access to these like that's that's too much okay ooh passive aggressive subtweet alert too little too late my friend okay literally okay safe to say i win the award for most unphotogenic person ever photogenic person ever okay I would love to give myself an award for fishing for compliments via Twitter that's gross and I do not identify as a compliment fisher anymore and it's important for me that you guys kind of know that because that's annoying uh casually seeing two camels in the marshall's parking lot like what was I, like see it's things like that that i'm like why would i but then okay here's the thing because on the one hand i'm like that's so weird why was i tweeting about that it literally got one like because who cares and i say that and i say that and i'm also like it was this one was nine years ago but i know damn well if today in the year of our lord 2023 i as a 25 year old woman Went to Marshall's and I saw two camels in the Marshall's parking lot. You bet your ass I would be taking out my phone and I would be like recording it or like making a story time on TikTok talking about seeing two camels in the Marshall's parking lot. So it's like, have I changed? I don't know. Like jury is kind of out and that's kind of embarrassing. I don't know if I've grown. I don't know. I don't know if I've kind of come out on the other side of it, which is tough for me to kind of admit. Um, Okay next up, gotta know when to move on and keep moving. What does that even mean, Maddie? Okay, gotta know when to move on and keep moving. Okay, no, that's, like, so interesting. My brother is 10, has an iPhone 5S, like, did I need to specify? But I guess I did, like, that were, it was the times. We have to remember it was the times. Has an iPhone 5S, but doesn't know how to make microwave popcorn, and that that's funny to me because like why why are we like he it, he still to this day with so much peace and love he's a he's a great guy he's not the most self-sufficient in the world and so it was like why how does he have these things and he he can't even figure out how to microwave popcorn okay this one is so funny and no one's going to care <laughs> and i'm aware of that okay i was tweeting about how i was in chipotle because there was a Chipotle right near where I went to high school. It was like a big outdoor shopping center. It's still there. And it's it was popping back in high school because it had a Panera. It had a Chipotle. It had a Pinkberry. And it was just kind of where everyone went after school, especially on like half days or on the weekend. You would always see people you know there. Like You would just always see people there. And so I was at, it was also like really big for like sports teams to go there. Like if we had a game at six, we would all go to like get dinner at like Chipotle or Panera before the game and everything. So I was in Chipotle. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure. I don't know who I was with. I think I was with Gretchen, but this guy, okay. I need to look him up. Mateo Arias. Is that how you say his name? He was the brother of. Moises Arias who was on Hannah Montana who was yeah sibling Moises Arias and he was yeah he was on Hannah Montana he played um, Rico Rico on Hannah Montana so <laughs> see this is when like no one would care so it's Rico from Hannah Montana's real life brother was in this Chipotle which is just so bizarre because like what is he doing there Like, what is he doing there in, like, random suburban town in Massachusetts? And he was in Chipotle, and he spilled salsa on me. He, like, walked by the table that I was sitting at, and he had, like, you know, the little cups of salsa, and it dropped, and it spilled all over my shoes. And I didn't – I wasn't paying attention until that happened. And then I, like, saw – and then he was, like, oh, sorry, like, whatever. And I see his face, and I was, like, why do I recognize – what was he in? Wasn't he in something? Um, yes, he was in that show kicking it on Disney channel. And he's been in a couple like random movies. It looks like, but, and then I was like, Oh my God, who I know this. I know that person, but we were, I remember whoever I was with, we were all so confused. Cause we're like, why is he here? Like it just, it was so out of context and so bizarre, but that's hysterical to me. Okay. Today was only the eighth day of school, so let me excuse myself while I go slam my head into a door. Okay, like that's relatable, I think. Uh, uh Texting you, oh my god, subtweet city, it's so embarrassing. Texting you is the equivalent of talking to a loaf of bread. Kind of a burn though, kind of a like a carb burn, like I kind of am into that. Um, also, who was that about? I don't even know. If I hear the song Rude on the radio one more time, I swear I'll set this car on fire. That still stands. That song was the most overplayed song in the entire world. Also, I feel like that's really when radio was like thriving. Because like I loved pop music. I still love pop music. But now I just only play the songs that I want to listen to. And it's like that was when we would listen to the radio and it would just be like incessantly the same songs over and over and over and over again. Um, not good times. Okay. Global warming question mark. I think yes. It's so nice to know that even in 2014, I was on the right side of history, even though I'm sure it's because it was just really hot out in September. So that's kind of less credible, but whatever. Okay. This one's also really funny. I'd like to nominate all of you for the summer work challenge. You have 95 hours. Good luck. Cause this is the summer of the ice bucket challenge. And like I said, I would save all of my summer work for the end of the summer. So that's funny we can give, we can throw Maddie a bone there. And that one got like a decent amount of likes. It got 15 likes, which was pretty huge for Twitter back in the day. Okay. This one says, no idea how I'm supposed to write in French, my personal connection to a Rwandan baker that has five grandchildren. And, and I have no choice, but to kind of stand by that still to this day, because what does that mean? I think I had to read a book in French, about a Rwandan baker that has five grandchildren and then I was supposed to write my personal connection I also feel like I didn't need to re-explain that to you because you're smart and you probably get that but that's valid how am I supposed to relate to a Rwandan baker that has five grandchildren I don't have much in common with them I'm sure I do resonate with him on on some level oh gosh here is a text I got from my mom that says math and French packet must be done before you can go there uh oh. And I tweeted and I said, Yeah, it's cute that she thinks I've started. <laughs> Burn. That's really what was I doing? What was it? Oh, the French packet. That one was so bad because it was it was all on paper, so you had to manually kind of type everything into Google Translate, which is so much less fun than copying and pasting it. Oh, that was so, so brutal. And we had to read like a French novel. And it was impossible to find translations anywhere. The internet just like wasn't as good for cheating as it is now. And I think, I think I, we should, the the people that were in high school during that period of time should get like a bonus for that or something because it's just not fair. It's so easy. We didn't have chat GPT. We didn't have half the things. And I'm not, Let me be clear. I'm not trying to make myself out to be like this decrepit grandmother. I'm 25. Relax. But it's seriously, it's so much easier to cheat nowadays. And not even cheat, but just like assist yourself through the use of the internet. And I just didn't have, we just didn't have that. So I guess we are kind of warriors in that sense. And like we should be rewarded for that in some sense. Um, Okay. No, this one is sending me. I could listen to Trumpets by Jason Derulo nonstop. stop Guys, I think this is my formal resignation from the internet. Trumpets by Jason Dr. That's what you're going to go to bat for? That's so embarrassing. That is so embarrassing. Oh, I retweeted Gretchen here. Gretchen, if you're listening, I retweeted you. Um, she tweeted Harry Styles as bae. I wonder if this is when we went to the One Direction concert. I feel like it might have been. Um, I, this one, I stand by, and it only has one like, so it clearly was not hitting, but I stand by this. I hate when babies are like grown adults. Have you ever looked at a baby and like for some reason, some part of it also looks like an old man, and it's just like so uncomfortable because it's like I can't even look at you as a baby because you look like a grown up, and that's kind of skeeving me out a little bit okay um oh this is a funny little this is a funny little thread here i genuinely hate a majority of my friends jesus that thought it'd be fun to throw jellyfish at me because i did i went to the beach with my friends and they were throwing jellyfish at me and they were well we were all throwing jellyfish at each other let me be very clear i'm, I'm not trying to victimize myself here we like we're having a jellyfish fight because they were just like little moon jellies and then i tweeted later a piece of jellyfish just came out of my hair i quit goodbye slay then I tweeted the next day so it turns out yesterday I was stung by a jellyfish and had an allergic reaction to it and now my knee is swollen that did happen in real life I because we were clearly hanging out in some very jellyfish infested waters and I guess some of the jellyfish in the waters were not harmless little moon jellies that don't have like stingers and one did sting me and the next day I woke up and like I had like an egg on the side of my knee and it was so weird. And I had this little imprint on my leg in the shape of like a tentacle. Dead ass. It was crazy. So I went to the doctors because I was concerned for myself. And I remember my dad took me to the doctor and we <laughs> we were sitting there waiting for the doctor to come back into the room because he like came in at first and we're like, I'm not sure if it's an allergic reaction or like what it could be. Like, don't know what's going on he leaves and he comes back in the room and he's like yeah so I just googled it and apparently you can be allergic to jellyfish and I was like why that was I think the first day that I realized our healthcare system is fucked up why did I come to the doctor when I could have googled can you be allergic to jellyfish and what was the point of this what is your degree for did you even go to residency I'm so confused how do you not know that how do you not know that And even if you didn't know that and you did have to Google it, also don't you have some sort of medical database that you can pull from rather than Google? Like I can can go on Google. I'm allowed on Google. They let me on there. So why? Okay, anyways, I digress. I digress. I also have a lot of tweets that wouldn't, you guys would not care about because they were specifically about my mom working at my school. And a lot of those tweets people ate those up. I'm not going to lie because my mom was like really good friends with some of the teachers at my school. And so it was just like weird, like weird overlaps. Like our, we had this one math teacher who was, he was kind of, um, he was kind of quirky, but he ended up getting engaged while we were in high school. And him and my mom had known each other for like 10 years at that point or something crazy. And, (laughs) and he ended up getting engaged while we were in high school and my mom got invited to his wedding and so like his wedding invite got sent to my house and I like tweeted about it because it was hysterical and everyone was like eating it up because he was just kind of like such a meme for everyone at my high school and so it was like hysterical that like I had his wedding invite hanging up in my fridge um okay oh this one's funny my brother's baseball coach just sent out an email asking people not to wear crocs that's hysterical that is so funny (laughs) don't wear crocs the croc epidemic hit hit my brother's baseball team I hate that for them oh my god okay something that you guys don't know about me is before there was tiktok there was vine and I had a viral vine moment and I ended up having like 23,000 followers on vine just from this one one viral Vine. Yeah. I've said the word a lot. I'm really sorry about it. And then obviously Vine died. And also I wasn't even in the Vine. So I can't take credit for that. I just happened to record it. So let me give you some backstory. I was with two of my friends from high school and we were at my friend's house and she lived down at the beach and And we went to, we slept over her house the night before and it was the morning. We walked down the street to Dunkin' Donuts. We got some breakfast. We got some coffee, some bagels. And then we walked across the street from the Dunkin' Donuts. There was this big pier. And so we went down to the pier and like ate breakfast on the pier. So we, it was, and it's a huge pier that like a ton of people walked down, whatever. Anyways, they're standing on the pier. And this is when Vine was like big, big, big. Like everyone was on Vine we were standing there and we were like, we had, and we had been making vines, like silly little vines that you would like make with your friends. And we were like, oh, we should make one while we're here at the pier. It rhymed. I got that. Um, and I don't even know it was one of their ideas for sure, but they had said like, oh, we should, we should pretend to like fall in the water. And, I was like, yeah, that would be so funny. And obviously people on, like on Vine, that would do so well. Like someone falling from a pier because it was kind of high up. And so the, my two friends got on like the other side of the railing. So they're like already basically dangling over the edge, but they were like still planted on the, on the pier itself. And they were holding their Dunkin' Donuts cups in their hands. And then with their other hand, holding onto the railing. And so they're just kind of giggling at the beginning of it. Sorry, I kind of forget how it goes because it's been so long and fine doesn't exist anymore. So I can't fact check it. But it was when, ooh, kill him was a thing. Ooh, kill him. Ooh Ooh, you, you get it. No, you get it. And I don't have to say it again. Thank you. So my one friend was kind of like dancing and saying that And then she like hip checked my other friend and my other friend went flying backwards into the water and it went so viral for no reason. And it was like his, it was just, it was so funny. It was literally so funny. And I wasn't even in the video. I just recorded it and like posted it on my account because I was like, obviously I didn't know that it was going to freaking go viral. And then even like for like so I posted this tweet a year after the fact and I said almost one year later and this is still what I live with because everyone was commenting about how it was so fake which it obviously was but like you know you don't want to ruin the magic so I was like huh, no and everyone I remember because this was like late August and we ended up going back to school a couple weeks later and like everyone at school was like okay was that actually fake though like did you fake that though And like me and my friends that were in the video had like made a pact like we were not going to tell anyone it was fake. So like we were like, no, it like really happened, which the whole thing is just insane because they're standing on the opposite side of the railing. And so it makes no sense why they would be doing that if it wasn't, if they weren't trying to fall in. But also because my friend had her Dunkin' Donuts cup in her hand, that solidified to a lot of people that it wasn't fake because it was like she risked her coffee and her coffee went flying in the air it was actually so funny but yeah that's when I first started getting hate comments not on not about me just about how fake how fake everything was so that was that was a cute little introduction for me I love that um oh my god here's a text from my brother to me and he said he called me a motherfucker which is so aggressive and he spelt it capital m mother capital f asterisk asterisk (laughs) k-e-r and i said ha, i'm telling mom and he goes please don't please don't and i said okay fine i won't and he goes please that's so funny remember when he first started swearing that's like a rush like no other When you like confidently say your first swear word and you don't like you're not around your parents so you you can say it without someone yelling at you that is just so beautiful and such a high I feel like. Okay I think that's a wrap on my trip down memory lane. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you didn't have to cringe too hard. I hope you guys have the best week ever make sure you're following me on TikTok, on Instagram, on whatever you want to follow me on. I don't want to, I don't want to force you, but I will chat with you guys next week. Bye.